What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ron Gura, who's a co-founder and CEO of Empathy. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. I'm looking forward to learning about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of your company, what are you working on? What is Empathy? So we're working in this non-trivial space of end of life, and Empathy is the friend you wish you had when you're losing a loved one. The way we're thinking about this is that death and dying is the largest consumer sector that remains untouched by innovation, and specifically, I would say, by software engineering. Um, and that's not because of a regulatory or a technological barrier. It's just rather due to the inherent optimism of human nature. That's causing us to avoid talking about death's inescapable truth. Of course, most people don't want to talk about it. There's denial mechanisms, that, that aversion. But at the same time, people, well, it doesn't skip any of us. The loss is just there. And that's why we're building empathy. And that's what we're hoping to accomplish by helping families deal with loss. So let's say you know, a family just had a, lo- a loss in their family, right? And um, and then maybe they hear about empathy through this podcast or through the internet. Can you kind of walk us through what someone or what a family or an individual could experience um, as they use um, your product, you know, after they, they, they go through that loss of a loved one? Sure. So first off, we need to understand those families, millions of families a year in the U.S. are experiencing loss, but also they're up for 500 plus of hours, hard work, tedious tasks, and bureaucracy that goes with the emotional grief that comes with losing a loved one. So the way we look at this is grief is made harder by logistics, and logistics are made much harder by grief. When you start using the app, the first thing you'll notice is this is your companion. It is built for peace of mind. We're here to take you step by step, every step of the way, every day, every week, every month, and designed to show you the specific steps, specific steps you need to take based on your unique personalized situation and at your own pace. So whether you're planning a, a funeral or managing an estate, maybe you're dealing with uh, uh, your probate or any other arrangements, we'll be there for you to get the knowledge and support you need. On top of that, we're doing a lot of automation because let's face it, there's a few things that technology will just do better like structuring information and pre-filling forms and canceling um, and deactivating uh, different vendors and services. 
checking eligibility for different benefits, financials, debts, uh, snapping photos and keeping track of, of key documents securely. These are things that we use technology for day in and day out. But for some reason, a completely unspoiled in this sector of death and dying. So we're, we're there to hopefully bring much more attention, uh, love and specifically software engineering to solve these problems. So walk me through a little bit about the origin story here. Why'd you decide to start this and tell me kind of about, you know, the, the early days of, of, of empathy. So we're, the, we're at a very early stage. We started this company uh, just in August, 2020. I've been thinking about doing this for at least a decade. Uh, as you know, last doesn't skip any of us and it did, definitely didn't skip me. Uh, but it was really only when I found out about how difficult is to be a next of kin, to be a bereaved family uh, in the US specifically, more than anywhere else in the world because of the self-administered uh, process. Basically, it's like doing your taxes without TurboTax. Like you're supposed to do all of this, like the 15th century. I'm supposed to get an EIN. I'm supposed to open a bank account. I'm supposed to know what's a probate, go to probate court um, and, and deal with the second job for a median of 18 months. That's, like, that's the median in the US. It's so much to do. And as we were working, my co-founder and I and other consumer brands like eBay and PayPal and, 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 and you know, brought the team together and say, look, there's so much to do with technology in this space. We just need to give it the proper attention. And we're excited to build a family-centric brand in this end-of-life category. And as you've been working on this, and you said you started this in, in, in August, but you've been thinking about it for a long time. What have been some of the, the, I guess, elements or things that you've learned since you started this company? You know, it could be about the market or about product or just about, you know, psychology. You know, what, what have you learned so far as you've gotten started? So the first thing is, like I told you, you can decouple the emotional from the logistics. That was a really key understanding for us and to some extent a non-intuitive one because when you start a startup and you have limited resources usually it will be best practice to focus and focus will be your biggest currency and and guardian and you would want to do just one thing are you doing headspace for grief or are you doing turbo tax for estate settlement doing the two together is non-trivial and non-intuitive but for us it was the first thing we decided after talking to hundreds of families and interviewing them. Second thing was exactly the branding and the tone. You got to put yourself in the other person's, person's shoes. You got to show up. You got to go beyond sympathy, condolences, and flowers to actually empathy, technology, and services. It's not enough to throw nice words behind some sort of a wall and say, I, I'm, I'm really sorry for your loss. And, I understand. Show up, take action, offer relief, take some of the burden away. If you're a friend, be a dog walker. If you're a chef, make a dish. But if you're a technology company, build a companion that will take them step by step and reduce money, uh, time, and stress that is spent on losing a loved one. 
and winding down their affairs. That's what we wanted to do. And these are some of the key learnings uh, when we got when researching the space. And perhaps one of the reasons we, we named the whole company about that exactly, putting yourself in someone else's shoes, I want to say that's empathy. And if you were to kind of look out, uh, you know, a fair amount, you know, five, 10, 15 years into the future, what would you say the big vision or big picture is here? In other words, what, what is it going to look like in a decade or two and what direction are you rowing in? Well, I think it's a very large market and at the risk of sounding immodest, the purpose is to build um, a customer centric, family centric brand of anything to do with the connotations in this unique non-trivial category of end of life. When you lose a loved one, there is no go-to, there is no brand, there is no friend, there is no companion. There is no equivalent for a Netflix in entertainment or an Uber in commute. Uh, and at the same time, it's something we all need. So we're hoping to be just that. We have a lot to prove and a lot to build. And it starts family by family, by first thing asking ourselves what we can do for them. How can we take off from their plate what we can offer relief today that will be meaningful and tangible and, and accurate in this very overwhelming, tangled situation where people don't know what to do, but also what can wait. We want to be there. And I think the app really shows up. I think it's standing by to assist people at the most challenging moments. Like this is some of life's most challenging moments. Losing a loved one is tough. The last thing you want right now is a second job of bereavement. You're not in the best emotional state to do this anyway. And now you've got these 500 plus hours of tedious tasks. It's unheard of. That's what we want to take off the table. And in order to bring that vision to life and make it happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders communities, how can the, the listeners help? You know, are, are you hiring? Are you raising money? Looking for, you know, looking for any help? You know, how can we assist? Well, thank you very much. Uh, we're, first off, uh, we definitely could use a helping hand with a few things. I would say in terms of... Um, Fundraising, we just announced together with our launch, our $13 million seed round from General Catalyst and Aleph. Uh, and you know, we're really focused on distilling the product right now. In terms of um, enterprise, uh, we're starting to work with uh, leading, leading players in different sectors in this non-trivial space and happy to hear from them. If it's hospice, if it's life insurance, if it's funeral homes, hiring on our web. On a website, of course, uh, we're 23 strong between Tel Aviv and New York, uh, doubling the team by end of year, and uh, definitely hoping to hear about new talents from within the community. But if I may ask something that is not for me from your community, that would be, uh, you guys have a lot uh, of, of, of founders listening. And I would wish if more of them can think, not necessarily in this unique space, but in general about mission-driven and purposeful narratives, because I think we have quite enough of, of the rest. I'm not saying uh, with no discredit to the next uh, uh, DevOps tool that we use or, or cybersecurity tool that we need desperately, but it's more about how can founders really build something, consumer or enterprise, that is about, well, hopefully, uh, just a little bit empowering 
other people and making the world a better place as cheesy that might sound. I think that's something that technology is really built for. And I'm not seeing it there often enough. We definitely see some inspiring brands out there. We're learning a lot from them. Others are learning a lot from them. I wish more of the community of founders I know and the community that is listening would consider what would be mission-driven and purposeful for them. I am all for that. I, 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 the, the framing that I use is, is missionary versus mercenary. Um, and I, we, we definitely need more missionaries. We always need more missionaries. Um, my, my, my last question for you before we call it a day is if someone wanted to learn more about what you're doing, maybe they wanted to work with you. They, they wanted to, to use your services or your product. Um, how can they find you online? Do you have a website, do you have social media accounts or an email address? How can someone get in touch? Sure. So we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And of course, you can find us on empathy.com together with all those handles and our newsletter. So just go to empathy.com. You can see the Android app, the iOS app, the library, and learn more about us. And we'd love to be in touch and, and learn more from your audience and, and community of founders. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This is great. And I uh, I look forward to hearing other inspiring episodes uh, on your podcast.